0: All right, we're back. Um, No idea what number we're on right now. 13,
1: 14. 14. 14?
0: That's 14. my favorite number. Um, nice. We're back. Uh, new episode of Hills and Twos. I'm Tim. I'm Shay. have done that in a while. The I'm Tim, I'm Shay thing. Uh, mm. Anyway, we got a fun guest today. This will be a good time. We got Ben Crawford on tap. Thanks for hopping on, Ben. Very kind of you.
2: Thank you guys for, for having me. I'm excited I could be able to get on this podcast.
0: This is, uh, is going to be a good one. Um, Number one, you're a menace on Twitter today in terms of your likes. Because I'm scrolling through, and I found these. Oh, you scrolling through my likes, man. <laughs> no, not scrolling through your I likes. I get – yeah, they pop people, up. Like, like oh, I have a offer.
2: decent amount of people tell me that, and I'm just like, why does Twitter recommend me? But, was, but yeah, go on.
0: Megan the Stallion and someone from, like, the Goofy movie. UV movie? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Who liked this?" Well, I was just on my feed, and then it was said like by Ben Crawford. Yeah, so, I was like, that's oh, so good.
2: Yeah, I thought you were scrolling through my likes. So I was like, "Oh man, no, I'm gonna you canceled." <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so what's going on, man? Where are you at right now? Where are you? I'm uh... in Eugene,
2: Oregon. I uh, just got back from Boulder, Colorado, like two days ago. We did our second annual, I guess, new gen camp, um, and then before that was just in Eugene um, for World Champs and and USA's and the high school outdoor nationals and NCAA's pre-classic, all that. There was a little bit of traveling going on in between there, getting some content for the magazine and the YouTube channel. But yeah, been a whirlwind of the past, I want to say like three or three months, Um, but settled in um, or getting settled in. I'm moving into a new place as we speak. Um, It's going to be me, Matt Wisner and Carter Christman, kind of the two other main new gen guys uh, living together. So yeah, just getting, like I said, getting settled in Um, back in the, Five four one, um yeah
1: so you guys are living in Eugene zip code. yeah
2: the dirty Uge.
1: yeah what's the decision to stay there like rather than move to like I New think, York City well, or
2: there was definitely a little bit of uh talk I think you know from myself of you know one because I'm a am di- a diehard Mets fan um but two
0: let's go Mets baby dude
2: I'm a I'm a seven you line soldier,
0: Stadium? how did that
2: happen that I'll go on to this in detail later but I'll I'll uh but yeah, just know I'm a seven-line soldier. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, they, uh, nah, man, it. Uh, I think the the idea to stay in Eugene was, you know, there's, I think Eugene is on the verge of, of kind of being rebirthed. And you think of the three major running cities in America, obviously it's Flagstaff and Boulder now, and then Eugene kind of a distant third. Um, historically, probably one of the better of the three, but, you know, kind of as of right now, not really much of a pro scene. The collegiate scene is is ufo and i think um you know with these new the new coaching changes coming into oregon um there's some talks about some groups starting up getting moved down some other groups um you know getting kind of finished or i guess closed off getting not on the chopping block i don't know there's a lot of a lot of stuff and i think it's in our best interest to you know stay where we've kind of planted these roots um over the past couple of years and and see it through and, and hopefully be able to be a part of this revitalization of the city. Um, you know, who knows what that means right now? I think there's still so much up in the air, but I think it, uh, you know, right now it's kind of, it's, it's where we are. It's kind of where we're been doing all of our stuff. Like why not at least see it through, but, but yeah. Um, I think the only other real options probably would have been either New York city or maybe LA, um, New York though, just was knocking at a lot of doors and and they weren't really necessarily opening. So I think I kind of got the sign to stay in Eugene. Um, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. The winter won't be fun, but the summer is beautiful, man. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what the thought process was.
0: Where are you from originally?
2: I'm from Newport beach, California. So about 40 minutes South of LA, like, Fifty or sixty minutes north of San Diego. Um, so in Orange County, yeah, so it's kind of right there. Um, but I it's like cool. like I, I really like Southern California just cause I think it's the source of everything. Like there's, you know, every store is there, every brand is there, every company, like every, yeah, there's just entertainment wise, media wise, it's yeah, it's the source. um and like it's, yeah, it's just everything's there. Um, And I think that it's alluring to want to go back there. But I also think, you know, for what we're doing, you look at LA's running scene and even New York for the most part, um, it's not like we're really in is the competitive running scene of like professional collegiate type stuff. And in New York and LA, it's more so the the common runner. I don't want to use the term hobby jogger because I feel like that's degrading in some ways. Um, But I think that it's, you know, the more so the social runner actually, I would say. Um, And so I think that it just wouldn't, serve our our purpose right now but yeah
0: yeah I'm flying out there like 6 a.m tomorrow nice um, flying out you're out from of... New,
2: you're from New Jersey right
0: yeah yeah
2: Shay where are you from
1: oh, I'm from upstate New York I actually went to high school like 30 minutes north of Joe so Okay. Nisky. Kinda... yeah, sn- yeah I don't know
2: I just learned how to say both those words before I look at them <laughs> on a piece of paper and be like how do you say this um but yeah, man. All yeah, there's also great, great running roots and heritage in the uh, northeast too, which is you know kind of was excited to maybe venture out there, get my Met season tickets. Uh, but you know, I think we'll definitely still be out there. Is a but yeah, there's a lot of really cool running stuff going on back east too.
0: Yeah, New York, like New York, and I don't know LA like first time, But firsthand, I know New York is definitely more of that like social running, like less less professionally driven and more like still like sub elite, like just the mm-hmm. running wise, like a lot of really solid marathoners, a lot of like Tim central
1: guy. park track. Club. Exactly.
0: Yeah, Tim's the man. Tim is um, the man. Bro, I should have worn my lost boys hat for this one. My Why the, hell? Um, the uh... Yeah. That was, those guys are the man. We've never even really talked about them, but what do you think about like running groups like that for lack of a better? Tournament?
2: I think it's like, I think it's really important. I think, um, you know, in cultivating that community in like post-collegiate sense where you look at like, okay, you know, only like a dozen kids this year are going to go pro. I think that, um, you know, a lot of those groups are probably more so the millennial age group where it's like 28 to 35. Um, but I think, you know, maybe looking at that as an opportunity for other people to, to join those and run after college. But I think having the social thing is, is really fun, um, and, and super cool. And obviously like, yeah, like what Tim's done with lost boys is like, it's just sick. um Like printing their stuff on, on regular, like Nike elite kids, like stuff like that. It's just a, it's a rebel spirit, I guess you would say. um But yeah, it's, it's dope. I have never really been able to experience it in person in New York, um but just seeing what they do on, on social media and stuff is, it's definitely like very refreshing, especially I would say compared to, they're definitely in New York is a way more competitive Aspect to the social running scene versus LA. LA is like very communal, very like we're all gonna run nine minute pace together type thing. Versus New York, it's like oh, there's like races, there's like these team championships. Right. Like,
0: like oh, you ever seen OSR like Orchard? Yeah, yeah. That's that's so cool. The events they put on, mm-hmm. so cool. Like the midnight rate, like there's like a midnight yeah,
2: midnight half, half. Yeah, that was like wild. Um, and so yeah, that stuff too. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. very um, after
0: the New York too.
2: Yeah, very uh, different in in that sense. But you know, hey, maybe I don't know. We're very West Coast based, but maybe we can make a. I think one of our goals is to get more established on the East Coast, Midwest, Great Lakes, Southeast. I don't know the um, but yeah, New York is yeah, it's cool, great running spot.
0: Yeah, um, I guess before we get into your listener's question, should I? Sure. Yeah. Well I'll uh, bump that out of the way right now. So I'm we done. got a couple, we got some good ones for you actually. Okay.
2: On short notice too. Yeah, right. Hopefully they came. Hopefully the, the people came through.
0: Um okay. Do you want to take the, the first one, the non-CBA one, Shay?
1: Uh sure, yeah. Um what point did you decide to go from making videos for fun to going all in um, and why?
2: It's a good question. I know. I think the time where I went, like, I would say, like, after that, that Boulder summer, when we were doing stuff during the pandemic, that was just kind of when a lot of things clicked, I'd always like been focused on it. But then it was like, okay, this is more so like, like, I can do more with this than just like make an Instagram video, you know, I can do stuff on YouTube, I can, you know, make different styles of things. Um, But I'd say that and then I'd say, um, you know, at least for photography, I was probably like my junior year of high school when I got hurt and realized I was better at taking photos and running. So I was like, Oh, I'll just like keep doing this. And luckily my coach was a chiller. So he let me, um, but yeah, I would say with videos probably after that, that Boulder, um, kind of summer during COVID. And then again, probably, um, yeah, actually, yeah, I would, I would just say that, um, there's no like distinct time that sticks out to me. Um, it's kind of always been something I've had on the forefront of my mind, but um, yeah, that was, that was kind of when it, when it went from a hobby to like, okay, maybe we could do this as, as something real and like a job.
0: Awesome. Okay. We got our second one. Uh, shout out McCath is the head coach CBA. Ask asked this one. Okay. Um, so how will you continue to appeal to the younger running crowd as you grow older and how will you continue to appeal to the fans as they grow older?
2: I think the, I think actually the camp is, is one of our, you know, most sustainable efforts um, as you know, when we let's say get to 27 or 28 years old and we start to fall out of touch um, with the youth in the next real next generation comes along. Um, I think, you know, we'll be able to pull kids from the camp and say, okay, Hey, you manage the social media. Hey, like you create this dope content, you know, and, and move, continue to move more so in that um, kind of business business mind and, and letting those kids, you know, have more control um for the brand as, as we take more of a backseat and and kind of facilitate that. Um, and I think for the fans as they grow older, like just keep doing stuff that is with the athletes that that they've enjoyed watching and kind of came up watching, let's say, you know, in in 10 years, we'll still do Cooper and Cole content, but we're gonna do, you know, whatever uh, there, maybe there might be another young brother by then or another salmon brother. Um, but, you know, we'll do, we'll create content of of that too, for the younger kids. So I think it's just keeping, um you know, in an abstract way, almost knowing that there's always going to be a new guard of people coming in um, and, you know, always creating content with and for those people. So yeah, that's one thing that the camp has really helped us with is, you know, we have a farm system essentially of of kids that can come in almost every year. And, and, you know, we can not only help them get their foothold and, and get work, but also, you know, use them for, for stuff that we wanna do and, and have them work with us. Um, so yeah, definitely trying to be sustainable.
0: Yeah, I, so I guess on the tail end of that, what is, like in your mind, what's the future of new gen look like? And also before you answer that, how would you categorize or describe new gen to someone who doesn't like know what it is?
2: i've had to do this a lot this summer and honestly it's like <laughs> such a
0: is it a magazine is it a content I'd say
2: it's, dude i'd say it's culture somewhere it is culture i'd say it's somewhere between a creative agency and a marketing company
0: okay All right. and that's, a marketing I like
2: agency I think that's creative like- and marketing agency um where it's like you know we have t- a team of hold on someone's calm let's see who the hell it is oh no sorry lauren moody um damn um but yeah they uh ended up basically like yeah we have you know in terms of marketing we can do stuff with brands where it's like here's a nike street fly video we can promote that we can promote your athlete we can you know promote a product um we can promote an event we can do it. we can put on events um like with the the track town pizza thing that we did over world championships we can you know put on races um and have that we can bring the community together but then it's okay we can also create a magazine. We can do a ton of YouTube videos. Um, we have this camp where it's like, you know, brands can also hit us up and be like, Hey, we're doing an event in X city on uh, X state. Who can we use for this? Like, do you have a photographer to use for this? Or like X brand is hiring interns and we can, so they can say, Hey, who do you want? Um, like who are, here's who applied, who would you pick? Who would be your three finalists? And so we can almost consult in a way too. Um, but I think it's, yeah, I would say it's just a an agency. Yeah. Whether it be marketing, creative um, or yeah, consulting, just a lot of, a lot of different things, but also, I mean, for tax purposes, it's technically e-commerce because um, that's where I guess the bulk of our revenue will come from is online sales and other things. But um, yeah, I would say a brand agency because yeah, we'll also want to do merchandise. And I think that's also a, a strong suit is like we're not really able to be clearly defined. Like we have our fingers in so many different areas that it's like we can, you know, kind of do something different at a moment's notice and it's not gonna throw people off. We can do something It's like, oh, you know, they just they just do stuff like that. Um,
1: but yeah, that's more or less how I would describe it. Gotcha. So then what is would that? you oh, sorry, would you guys down the line like want to wanna be sponsored by a specific company? Just like um, one I think company that's in particular? something we've like really been
2: coming to terms with recently um especially after these world championships where you know a lot of brands were in eugene and we were getting to you know get some valuable face time with with some people um and i i really think it would have to be like a crazy offer because for us more than anything it's not about the money it's about the creative freedom because if we go with a brand and you know they're not able to let it like they there's too much red tape or too much compromise where you know we can't create a product that really like is sick and is different and kind of have to fall into line with everything else like then we've and we go too far once you cross that line you can't go back and, and that's the thing that kind of makes us special now is that like you know for lack of a better word like the kids like trust us like they know that like people look at it and it's like okay that's authentic like that's it's real there because I mean we're just doing stuff that we think is cool Um, but you know once you have a brand that's like paying you and they're saying, hey, you go, you have to go do this video and do it this way. And it's like, well, we don't want to do it, but it's like, it doesn't matter. You sign a piece of paper that says for the next three years, you're going to do what this brand wants you to do. Then it's like, at that point, like it's everything we've kind of worked for is is flushed down the drain. Um, and so, yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. it have to like, yeah, like I said, more about the money or less about the money, more about the creative freedom. Like we'd really have to be able to retain like freedom over oh, and, you know, creative ownership over what we're going to do and what we'd be able to do. Cause you'd think, okay, we well, get with this big brand, they probably have so many more resources, so much more money. Like to, you know, we can go film a run video with lighting texts and permits and like do crazy stuff like that. And it's like, Oh, you know, let's say we were to go with a brand. I'm going to say a random brand. Let's say we went with Brooks running, never actually done anything with Brooks, but I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. Actually. Okay. Let's say we go Nike. Yeah, um, let's, yeah. Let's run that back. <laughs> Yeah. But let's say, okay, let's say, let's say we go with, uh, we go with Brooks running. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, I think there's maybe only a, one or two brands we want to go with, but let's say we go with, um, big brand, like some big brand, um, we could use their athletes way more regularly and easily. Um, but yeah, I, I think it really just depends on opportunity. And I, I know that myself, Carter and Matt, it's something we've talked about and really committed to is like, we're not going to sell ourselves short. Um, and this early, like we'd be willing to, you know, kind of struggle to put the pieces together and to make this a full-time job for us for another year or so, or two years in order to, you know, get to the end product of, of what we set out to do versus, you know, getting complacent and, and, you know, being allured by that financial security of, oh, we can get paid, like actually every single month, the same amount of money and get like benefits. Um, I think, yeah, we're
1: definitely in the, The market for making sure that we can still create dope content like that um so this summer you kind of like i would say you like owned eugene um you basically just took over the city yeah so what are your goals for next summer to kind of top that
2: i think next summer like i mean i don't think there's any there's no talent um i think a lot of it I think we want to continue to expand and grow. Like obviously if there's going to be an event in Eugene, we want to be able to do something cool for it. And, and fortunately for us, there is a lot of events in Eugene. Um, but I think, you know, going to, to other events, like let's say a Chicago marathon or a New York marathon or, or, you know, the Nike cross regional meets or the foot locker regional meets or a new balance outdoor and these other, you know, big events and, and, you know, really staking our claim there and, and taking that over um, and, and, yeah, like we're very West Coast dominant right now, California, Oregon, and Washington, but I think we, you know, might want to move more into the Southwest, like do some more events in Colorado, Arizona, move to the like Michigan, then no, it's not the Southwest, but as we move to the Midwest, move to the East Coast, the South, Um, you know, and really start to do stuff there. Because I think what's more valuable than people watching a YouTube video is like them seeing the brand in person at an event and being like, Oh, this is cool. Like I've had a cool experience with this event. Cause that leaves more of a lasting impression than, you know, an Oregon long run video. Um, like, yeah, it's important to, to build fans, but it's also like equally, if not more important to do real life stuff. And people will ask like, Oh, you know, what kind of avenue would you say is next? And I think it's definitely more so real life um, reality based events versus I think YouTube and Instagram and that stuff will supplement um what we're doing but i think our number one goal is to always or at least this year will always be to you know do really cool stuff like in real life whether it be with an athlete um and then we ended up filming it in a video but like let's say what if we went skydiving with shakari bro like that'd be crazy we want, um, we
0: want to get shakari on so bad
2: bro that's so like I'm i mean am trying to reach we, out to her agent but
0: they're shutting
2: it we down. we did we did we had tt terry on and on the magazine and that's like they're like, Shakari was like re, like reposted a new gen thing and i was like bro is this is real life they mm-hmm. uh because they're training partners. Um, and so I was like, man, hopefully, hopefully this is the, and I know she doesn't like the media that much, but you know, maybe, maybe Tiki uh, can put in a good word for us. That's what I also think it,
0: like, she said like, she didn't like that. Like the media weren't runners. They didn't like get the running perspective. So I'm just yeah. trying to be like, well, we are runners.
2: I so. like, Oh, I run.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. They, uh, I also think, you know, part of our other perspective of taking over is, you know, really breaking more. And so to the sprint, the sprint industry or the sprint game. Um, and then of course comes the throws and the jumps and it's all, you know, brick by brick, but I think sprints and distance, at least when you think of track and field, those are the two biggest kind of market shares. So I think, yeah, wanting to do more sprints and and appeal to a larger audience than just a bunch of skinny white kids who run cross country. Um, I think part of that may be me and us wanting to grow the brand. Other parts of it may be like, oh, how do we appeal to a larger audience? and, and brands, um, who of course have their quotas and stuff that they have to meet. Um, and, and kind of with how everything is. And, and so, you know, in a good way, diversity driven these days, it's like, okay, you know, how do we, you know, play to this and and use this to our advantage. And it's like, well, we can grow our brand, but it also, I think helps grow the sport at the end of the day, um, when you're breaking into it and, and stuff. So that was like a, a big step for us was, yeah, like having TT Terry, like this beautiful black girl on the cover of our, uh, last magazine she's a sprinter and she you know world champion and it's like that's you know huge for us yeah. in a um brand that you know really started off with cooper and cole just being these like i said skinny white distance runners um but you know now and next we can get uh people people are hound our dms about throws and i'm just like with due time and due time yeah. um but we'll see but yeah i think yeah wanting to to take over more events and and you know more event groups is is really kind of what our plan for 23 will be and just drop some sick ass merch bro like some crazy shit that like like you think of like crazy supreme and like golf accessories like that's kind of what i'm trying to do
0: that's so like, funny i, I want you know, like, to create a new gen brick dude that would be that'd be
2: <laughs> not the um like right now like we're working on like like these cool like corduroy hats and like these uh like a baseball jersey like it's just like different, different type stuff. You know, it doesn't always have to be running stuff. Um, and then doing more kits. I think a big piece for us to moving forward is like, we really want to get a pro team, um, whether that be based in Eugene, whether it be based somewhere else, you know, whether it starts off as one pro team and in five years, there's three of them, um, in different locations kind of with, and they're all built around that 10 man elite content model.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I think that's, you know, that's a huge goal for us, you know, performance is, is credibility in this sport. And, and I think that, uh, we really want to be able to also have a lot of great personalities in there, but kind of be able to hand pick and be the architects of these teams of these vibes, um, that we can, we can create and, and build content around it. Let's say there's a team in Eugene, there's a team in, I don't even know Houston and there's a team in Miami, or I wouldn't pick those either of those two second cities, but I'm just saying it in terms of like a regional thing. Um, but yeah, I think that's a, a big, big piece for us that we want to complete, but I think it'll, it'll happen at the right time. A lot of it's interesting now, just because there's so much change going on in Eugene and like, yeah, people are moving around, like new coaches coming in and other coaches leaving. It's like, for me, it seems like, oh, this would be the perfect opportunity for us to strike and to do something. But it's like, if it happens, it, it happens. I think, you know, it'll, it'll happen at the right time. I'd rather have it happen in a couple of years when it's meant to be versus rush it and have it happen now. Um, and then it, you know, disbands in 18 months and it like, oh, it like wasn't that sick and it ends up being kind of shitty versus if it happens in three years then it's like just perfect timing.
0: Yeah. I think that could be a huge way that like the sport itself can kind of, I think, I think worlds gave good momentum towards sport growth maybe. Mm-hmm. But I think that's going to be maybe one of the biggest ways to make that sustainable is like, if, like, like you said, like, let's say you have one team it splits into multiple different groups under the same kind of banner and mm-hmm. you're throughout different like, spots. Like, and if you follow a good content model, you show people, you know, like runners' personalities in that sense, like team members' personalities, I think that could be a huge way for it to grow. Like if the Tour de Definitely. France had that kind of model or not like tours, uh, I don't know, a rough example. Like they have a ton of teams. They don't necessarily need to be Trek, like a bike model, like a Nike. Mm-hmm. Model. Like there could be a US Postal Service track team you gotta like be so like sick like that, yeah right? i
2: i, I want to get visa and united airlines yeah. i need to get go with united airlines and risk deal they'll they pay for the flights man anywhere yeah. we want to go and we'll throw their logo on literally everything
0: yeah exactly um, but,
2: but and i, I think
0: like expansion through brands like that could be huge
2: yeah and i think too you know once you let's say have like two or three or you know you have two pro teams and it's like okay well then you have them you put on a meet where they can kind of compete against each other and let's say you have three or four and then that's like, that's like a kind of a regular size meet. And then your other teams, like your Brooks Beasts or your you know, Hoka NAZ or these other teams, they want to come compete too because it's like naturally competitive. Um, and if they're running fast times there, that's where people are going to want to go. Um, and so I think then that almost creates a circuit in some ways where it could really expand from there. But yeah, it's all a process and it's a brick by brick type thing. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. And I think a lot of times people in the track world think that it's going to be an overnight switch where it's like, oh, track wasn't popular. Now it's popular. We got DK Metcraft to race a hundred. I use that example a lot, but it's like, it, cause it's just so easy. It's like, you know, who knows what they paid for his appearance fee, but they probably could have paid a, a lot of money to their athletes for that. Um, and, or maybe they didn't even pay him for an appearance fee. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. Also the more, the deeper into this game I get, the more I realize there's a lot that I don't know. And a lot that I think I know, but then I'll talk to someone and they're just like, you're an idiot. Like, and it's some like 50 year old, like, industry veteran yeah but the industry i don't know i love shout out to the butter boys but the the lingo we use like to describe this like the running world like we like the industry and like all this stuff it's like we want it to like be parallel to like sports and rap where it's like you know this whole culture going on and like People are like beefing with each other, and there's like, you know, I was
0: gonna ask, what's your, there's no running beef right now. I'm not, gonna- reason, I try,
2: I try to deliver some smoke on Twitter. Yeah,
0: um, all right, we need some, wait, I need I, some context to the, to the, what, the Oval Magazine situation. Oh, dude, okay, that was like, I don't know what happened. I couldn't find it on Twitter. Okay, we that, that shit was like, was,
2: half of it was like me just like being like wanting, like wanting more than anything for someone to bite at something but also our guy Jan Figueroa, um, you know, probably one of the stars of the summer um, in our, in our incredibly small niche that hopefully is growing. It is growing. Um, it is growing. But they, um, you know, he like worked for the Oval or I guess worked. they had like 30 or 40 employees, but like, what? I don't know. They they, had 30. I, like, I don't know really, if they, I don't I know wrote if they made an
0: article for them. I
2: don't like, know if they made money. That's the thing. Um, oh, okay. And so like, but they would have all these people who'd be like, oh, I'm an employee. And they'd have these big like staff meetings and stuff. And I'd be like, bro, like, this is a joke like why do, you, do you just they take themselves too seriously or they did um and that's no disrespect from the people who are involved in because i've never met them personally um but they uh we would always mess around with jan and be like jan you have to denounce the oval like because he would be doing all this stuff with us and be like jan you have to denounce the oval and i like tweeted at him about it and he replied and he like they're like Shh, emoji and he's like coming soon and then apparently and we also like we another lingo term we use like we got shooters everywhere like versus like you know you want to talk about people or you just want to talk about people with cameras shooting photos or videos <laughs> literally shooters everywhere um got shooters inside hey, the are staying there um but they're
0: yeah, uh, out front right now i sleep pizza. literally
2: bro we roll up to an event like eight shooters deep um <laughs> and so we'll uh yeah like we were we had a bunch of kids like from our camp and stuff in their discord and they'd all send us screenshots whenever like stuff would go down um it was hilarious we had the little internal moles but um or not in, their Discord, <laughs> in their in their slack channel um but they uh basically they were like mad at jan for like saying that like he was gonna denounce them and i like was like oh they they fired him because he went to the butterboys tailgated ncaa I was, like, this is uh, okay. like oh yeah i, thought, I like, thought like justice like... for jan i like used that as like the um the launch pad for it because i was like oh, okay this will like make me like this will be like this is funny and people were just like oh really like dang
0: that's messed up <laughs> i thought it so i woke up and i saw the so tweet I, that day. I was like, and yeah.
2: i mean it was me and joe hill we were in flagstaff it's like right after ncaa's and i woke up i like went to bed like after tweeting some stuff and i like woke up the next morning and i was like joe i'm about to assault the oval right now <laughs> and and we have like this group chat where it's like me like the three butter boys where it's like ruben reyna ryan murphy carter persign um anderson bowie who does content
0: ruben on his official, by the way. I see oh, all the so. Buttervoys. I was Ruben like, wait, G, I have bro. this as a recruit.
2: Ruben is a G. Um, is but yeah, and good? then um a couple other like yeah, like Jan, Anderson Bobo, myself, Matt Wisner, Joe Hale, and Chrissy Gear. Um, and we basically were just like, dude, we'll just get in these like moods, especially early in the summer, where we would just like pump out content through this group chat where like we we should be like making edits and like tweeting them all and just like this insane production line um where we'd be like i'd be like jan make this graphic on your phone and he'd like make me like a you know like the oval cuts jan figueroa signed by new gen i make, saw like, that
0: like waiting for like a espn type like, yeah
2: like a woj bomb um, yeah. <laughs> and so we did uh we were just like pumping all that stuff out and and i was like assaulting them. I literally there was one thing too i posted where i was just like i wouldn't even call it nasty in the grand scheme of things but like because it's track it's like people are get so sensitive or like you say one thing people will be like oh that's so bad but it was like they have made some posts where it was like by the numbers most popular names at ncaa's and it's like seven people named rachel six people named anna and i was just like yo like this the content pushing the sport forward like definitely throwing like a a jab at him but it's like at the same time like i don't know if i was gonna do it anyways um and so i was just yeah launching all this stuff and and we had people joining in and then we had a kid from our discord named Kevin who just would like cook us up crazy memes, bro. Like, like he would just like funny type Gen Z, like TikTok sped up music type memes. And I was like, this is perfect. And I would basically like, was just messaging him being like, yo dog, like I need these memes like now, like ASAP. And he would send them to me and then I'd post them. (laughs) And we just kind of kept going at it. And then, um, but yeah, that's kind of the whole context behind it. It was more so just us like all dicking around, like in our group chat, but then we were just like, oh, let's do it. Like, and I don't know. I'm also the type to not to get philosophical, but you have to be the change you want to see in the world. Shout out to Gandhi. Um, But they, uh, that was one thing where it's like, you know, people, I really want to see more instigators and beef and stuff on the, on Twitter and Instagram with the running world. And it's like, okay, like all, you know, all like the other day I was going off. I was like Bowerman running camp could never like (laughs) union athletics club running camp could never like Smokey mountain running camp could never like all these running camps and I was like, I want the smoke, bro, but it's also gets to a point too. And I think the better my product gets, the more like I'm going to openly. And I think there's still a long way to go before it gets to a a point where I'm really pleased with it. But I think, you know, because the bar is kind of low for people doing things differently, it's been able to make somewhat of an impact or not even an impact, but somewhat of a, a wave now, at least within our little, like younger niche. Um, and so it's like, I'm going to like, I don't know. I also just am kind of a troll, like for lack of a better word. Like I just like to, I'm sarcastic. A um, yeah. Like I don't, the word troll is like, has a weird connotation to it, but um, I don't know. Like it's, I don't take things very seriously, especially if they're on the internet. I don't think you can. Um, I think that's how you end up like, I don't know. You just take stuff out of context. It's like whatever's said on the internet is said on the internet. Like it's not a real place. Um. And so, yeah, they, uh, that's kind of the whole thing behind the Oval was like us joking around that like Jan had gotten fired. And when we were like, okay, our, our guy, Elijah Aggers, who's also a photographer, um, does stuff with the Oval. And we'd be like, Elijah, you're next, bro. Elijah, you got to announce him. He's like, nah. And he was like, nah, bro. And I was like, fuck it, bro. I'm going to post that shit saying he'd announced anyways. <laughs> <laughs> what did like- you think of
1: the whole like Westfly era?
2: The Westfly era was, dude, I was thinking about this the other day. I think Everett Smolders met him wow. in person nice guy, like good guy. Also definitely kind of, definitely a troll. Um, but I think, you know, it's funny to me because he hasn't posted or done anything in a long time yet. It's people still kind of talk about it a little bit. And I think that just goes to show that, you know, how fresh of an idea it really was in the running world. And I don't want to, you know, be here. I'm not like advocating for things to be like that, because I think there could have been a more elegant and graceful way to go about it, um, at least to. But I think in terms of stirring the pot, like for our younger generation, that was you know something that people resonated with and and felt like you know like oh this kind of makes sense to see something like this. There's stuff like this in other industries and in other cultures, um, but I think a lot of people got really upset at it and were like actually mad and actually butthurt. Um, which to me was like, dude, you're ridiculous. Like, how are you going to be like, this is like, there are some people on Twitter, um, who would be like, this is misogynistic and homophobic and all this stuff. And it's like, bro, like, this is like, you're, you can totally tell some people are 38, 39 years old. And like the internet they had is different than the internet we have, where it's like, you go on any, you go on the rap at rap on Instagram or like any like DJ academics, like no jumper. (laughs) any of those comments, okay. no, it's just like, yeah, it's just like a total like cesspool or even the sports center comments. Like it's totally different. And it's like, that's, that's real life. That's culture, not, you know, this sheltered version that the running world is, um, where it's just a bunch of people kind of stuck in their ways. Like, you know, you really want to change the sport, adapt to what everyone else is doing. Don't like, you know, keep it in the same vein as it's always been. Um, but yeah, I think that it, you know, for better or for worse, kind of it it caught people's attention. And I think that um some people wanted to recognize that other people didn't. but I think the fact um that it, you know, I could think of a lot of other things that that came and went um, a lot faster than than Westfly, but it people still, you know, will bring it up every once and again, or you will see someone wearing wearing a t-shirt or something, and it's like, I think that just speaks to how different of an idea it was in the running world at the time.
0: I, so I agree with you and I disagree with you when, what, so for context, my first like exposure to you and finding your stuff was that podcast tracks that I did with you guys. Was it, okay. remember that? Like you guys said, like, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. you, what smolders right Dude, yeah
2: okay that yeah. was a crazy time in my Someone life i do not stand by any of the things i said Yo, in that.
0: i don't even remember anything you said i just remember he came on with his shitty little suit and Dude, he was like making that that. That. Yeah. and uh, he was saying some shit and i was like fuck this kid like this kid sucks and then i was like i don't know him i met him and he was a genuine guy when i met yeah. him and That almost pissed me off more because i was like i feel that i feel that i was like this is like I would respect it if you were, if this was real. Yeah. If it, if you were like, I just, just, I've said it a thousand times on here. I'll say it again. Like I just, I want the genuine, like I want something to yeah. be real. That's what mm-hmm. in other sports it makes I me like guys like, like fighters. I'm a huge fighting fan. Okay. I, I don't like the fighters. A lot of them he likes specifically. I know he's a big Colby Covington guy because he's like posted about it. I'm like, I don't like that guy. It's fake. It's, I don't like the fakeness of it. Like be like that, but let it be real i don't
1: know it's okay. like wwe kind of like
0: yeah first. yeah i want like if you're gonna be a tough guy be a tough guy yeah. like but don't don't, be yeah, a meat I, guy. don't
1: vince mcmahon it bro
2: okay <laughs> yeah that's that's a, that's a very very fair take and yeah that was my thing is yeah we were in i we were down filming um with Cinta visa actually at ole miss earlier this fall and i like made it a point because i was like i'd never met someone before like we're in oxford i was like okay like i'll go say what's up and we're hanging out and he's like, he, he said something. He was like, Yeah, dude, my dad thinks like my online persona is like a douchebag. <laughs> and, I, and like, and I was just like laughing. I was just like, bro, like I just thought it was funny because like, you know, like parents are gonna be the ones to tell you something straight up. Yeah. And I was I like, uh, and I was just like, damn, bro, like that's actually really funny that your dad said that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's just like fuck it. But now I mean, dude, yeah, but like I said, nice guy. Um, but yeah, it's uh definitely interesting. And that was like a interesting time that that podcast because it was you know very much and I remember he had said some joke where it was like about dude and we were just like yeah man it's crazy where it was about like Anne Frank and like Sam Parsons and like World War II and I was like bro
0: yeah I I'm pretty sure right there I paused it I went I was in my room I went in the hallway I was like dad I got a new like mortal enemy that I don't even know right now like this kid sucks but i don't know i guess we'll never is he still running does anyone know he does
2: dude he if you're following on twitter bro he's super into this this app called Steppin.
0: they showed me some it's like Stepin, a am at
1: step done. wave
2: dude Steppin is like really a lot of the post-collegiate guys in portland like kind of like craig nowak and and um like kellen manley the guy who's dating christian swizer and like that whole scene there they've all been into step like probably since like this winter and i was like so i heard about it and i've heard other people get into it basically it's like a thing where you like run and like earn crypto but like yeah and you can like buy shoes with like a certain coin i don't know it's i'm more so like give me cash um, but hey if it works for some people it works for some people but yeah he's like super into that whole wave like he'll be like tweeting shit in japanese and i'm just like what the fuck
1: going <laughs>
0: on is he he's running? got
1: dude he's got like a crypto following too like some yeah, of his does. tweets he'll scroll down you'll see all the like avis or the, the nfts yeah, And they like, they call him like Everett. Like they know him by Everett. It's funny.
0: <laughs> it's funny. That is funny. He doesn't go by Westfly on the, on the crypto world.
1: No. Nah. The crypto walls.
0: Um, yeah. There's just like a new Westfly announcement that it, it's no longer running affiliated. It's just crypto. Yeah. It's just crypto. I Dude, say. I
1: want more of Kosha, bro. He was a, he was a good character.
0: Uh, he was a nice guy. I talked to him for a bit um after nationals. He was a nice guy.
1: Yeah. No, there.
2: I don't know. And that's, I think also points true to the thing of like, if you just put yourself out there with you and the people around you, um, like you can become your own character. Yeah. And you can become, you know, people can start to relate to that. Um, yeah. I'd love to see a Georgetown, Georgetown distance vlogs. The um, carrying the footsteps of daddy Spencer Brown.
0: We're stepping it up. We, we got, got a big up. plans this, this year. I, we're, yeah, this is probably one of the last ones we'll film where we're not together. Nice. But- yeah.
2: Hills and Hills and Two's video content.
0: We'll be like vlogs, that'd be
2: that'd be cool man
0: um yeah, step it up hell yeah so, we want expansions. the goal right now um there's a great goal shay you want to do what's your mom got for ben all
1: right yeah my mom, my mom asked mom? uh what is your go-to mcdonald's order
2: go-to mcdonald's order um it really depends i there's two actually well the main entree just changes sometimes i'll do it a, a 10 to 20 piece, depending on how hungry I am, with fries and a, this is the kicker, medium mango pineapple smoothie. That's a wild card. It that is a wild card, but
1: it's
0: gas, bro. It's gas. Okay.
1: It's good. Oh, um, what kind of sauce are you rocking with those nuggets? Sweet, sweet, and, sour sweet and sour, Sour?
0: Yeah, If it ain't sweet and sour, get off this call. <laughs> um,
2: and then, if I'm at Chick-fil-A, though, yo, Loki slept on Chick-fil-A sauce, Polynesian. Um,
1: I did. It's get the try purple it. one.
2: It's yeah. good. Um, but yeah, or I'll do like the, the two cheeseburger um combo with the the mango pineapple smoothie is so i check out.
1: that out yeah, it's
2: I'll, I'll, it's, I'll try it out. it's tell him i sent you bro tell him tell well, him mcdonald's 30
0: second drive away i'll pull up i'll say ben crawford crawfish some number at gmail. 37
2: at gmail.com <laughs> the funny thing is like when i go into like meetings with like
1: companies and then like, it's like
2: well i have like ben at new generation tf.com now but like I use that like off the rip, but so many people have like already emailed them with the crawfish 37 email that's that it's true. just like, I don't know. Part of me is just like, fuck it, bro. Like it's an email, like who cares? But people are, like say something like I'll like be at a hotel, like giving them like my email and they'll like laugh. I'm like, I <laughs> this, I'm like, I literally made this when I was in fifth grade. Like, fuck you desk attendant at the Birmingham, Alabama Marriott. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's horrible. yeah, um, I used to have a lot of like T-Bone Mac usernames okay well that was an embarrassing time of my life and then yeah. what i had i had uh when the key and peel sketch the like timothy one was a big, oh dude yeah dude that I was a middle tim school him. classic yeah my instagram name was tim underscore othi so that's wow. so good um, yeah
2: crazy username thing shay on twitter just at shay
0: a yeah,
1: wild story with that one but oh, yeah,
0: yeah. barack obama follows him damn yeah
1: we got some yeah. gas in the Crazy.
0: followers
1: that's fire bro
0: obama sees this kid tweeting about his acne clearing up <laughs> obama's, well, obama's like love that yeah one day obama's intern the, yeah that barack
2: retweet yeah dude also yeah like i said huge mets fan tim i know from just twitter you're a big mets guy too but
0: big Mets. yeah guy. i that's played where I I, see, like all my mets content is twitter
2: dude i love yeah the um i played on the mets t-ball team when i was in like Kindergarten, first grade. And I was like, oh yo, like Mets and the Jets, those names rhyme. Like, that's sick. Like, those are my teams. And so Jets fan sucks. Being being a Jets fan sucks. Um you see this. see That's this. so good, bro. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And the um, but the Mets, I've been, I mean, this year is looking good for us, man. I'm not gonna lie. DeGrom's good. back, the Grom's back. Like, we're we're doing good, bro. Pete's Pete's crushing it, but um, no, I went to, and my dad would work in New York a decent amount, like, he would, like, do business back there, so I've probably been to Citi Field, like, I don't know, half a dozen times. Uh, it's um,
0: a, I've been to a bunch of ballparks, like, I- City Field's them. nice.
2: Citi Field is really it, nice. It's also <laughs> just easy to get to with the 7 train, um, but yeah, man, I was really bummed in, in 2015. I, like, really wanted to go to the World Series when they I made went.
0: It. I Damn. went. Yeah. and
2: I remember my dad being like oh like they've got like a good young squad like great young hitters great young pitchers like they'll be back we'll and we'll go and I'll damn it bro like it's not we, the uh, same they're, we went to the not- game
0: on Halloween Conforto hit two home runs month bro for our little section because we sat we were like the row right above the bullpen that's so had, like, Bartolo Colon was under us <laughs> we were like come on Bart like the whole time it was funny that's so good Like playing yeah, they, uh, yeah man
2: it's I went I went to the games because they played the Dodgers in the first round yeah. that year. Um and so I went to the three Dodger games and played at home. And one of those games went because Daniel Murphy went on like a tear that playoff.
0: Yeah, that's when he like,
2: he, like, like he had like like seven games like seven straight games like a home run or something. And one of those games, like yeah, he had like two or three home runs in the game and it was just wild. Um, yeah, and the Mets won. And I was like, this is I was like, this is amazing. Um yeah. is it's a tortured fan base, it really is. Um but it's diehards it's a bunch of diehards out there um and I definitely think the Mets are probably the team outside of running that I follow the most I follow I would say the Mets and the LA Clippers the Jets I could really give two shits about um I like haven't really cared about them since after like Mark Sanchez left um because I was like oh like they're good and then now they just like keep drafting quarterbacks and they all suck um and then except for the mother lover uh Zach Wilson but but yeah definitely love me my my New York sports um love the Mets definitely yeah I don't know who knows maybe maybe we'll go catch a Mets game one day uh but yeah I would love uh nothing more for them to do well this year they got Scherzer DeGrom he's back DeGrom best pitcher in baseball I'll say it um
1: yeah I know this you started- Y'all are speaking Morse code right now. You're named no- after
0: Shea Stadium, bro. You're named after Shea yeah, I get, I get, I get Shea
1: tagged Stadium. in, like, Shea Stadium tweets, like, literally <laughs> probably, like once a week. Yeah. That's so good. I should Sorry. know, but.
2: Yeah. Um- no, I'm a, I am follow a lot of other sports just besides running. I mean, I kind of came up watching a lot of sports. Um, Like, both my brother and my dad were, like, we'd always – they'd always, like, watch college football, like, basketball, NFL, baseball, like, a group I had season tickets to the Angels, Um which also inexcusable, bro. Like two best players in baseball and they suck. Like literally the two, like two generational talents.
0: And no one even knows who they, like no one pays attention to them. Like, like Mike
2: Trout and Mike Trout like is going to be there the rest of his career. Otani, literally Babe Ruth Jr. Um, yeah, and it's like, they suck, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, that was, I don't know. That's why I get a lot. Of, I see a lot of stuff that happens in these other sports and I'm like, dude, this could so easily happen in running. But I don't know. That's why I draw a lot of inspiration from
0: yeah absolutely the the expansion model of like being a major sport franchise essentially um but okay so the question from my mom um my mom has asked where do you feel most understood is it behind the lens or in front of the lens
2: i feel most understood Mm, that's tough because i would say off the rip like without those two options i would say i feel most understood like at a running event or at a cross country or a track meet, like where there's just people around who like know about new gen and know, like, you know, get the significance of what we're trying to do. Um, but I would say, honestly, I would probably say more so now in front of the lens, just cause like, I don't know, there's, I'm just like able to, before I'd always like be filming and I'd be like, Hey, say this, 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 and this. And the people would like say it, but now it's like, well, I don't, I, I can just, I'm just going to, too many times people would just fuck it up. So I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to say it. Like, I'm just going to film me. I'm going to say like what we're doing because you couldn't do it right. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know. But it's also a mix. I feel like it's, I still, even if someone else films, I still edit the videos um, just because I know the story that I want to tell with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so yeah, it's a mix. But I would say besides those two options, I feel most understood in the running world That's also why I, like, have such a passion for, like, wanting to, like, make it so much more accessible and, like, be able to, like, create hopefully more jobs and, like, more of an actual viable market. It's because it's, like, I know there's a million other people who feel the same way as me, where it's, like, that's just, like, the running world, like, that's just where you naturally fit in. Like, those are just, like, your people. Um, And so it's, like, okay, like, right now there's few and far the opportunities um, to, like, actually be able to do something sustainably and, like, stay in that industry awesome yeah
0: um okay you want to play a game you sure let's play a game um okay. so we're gonna do for this one like i'm gonna give you a topic also heads
2: up i have said i have seven minutes left before i have to go to another yeah. call all but... right we'll do
0: this real quick we'll wrap up i'm gonna okay. give you a topic you give me your favorite on that topic and your least favorite okay easy both you and shay all right pro running team slash groups
2: Favorite on OAC, least favorite, Hanson's Brooks or Brooks Beast?
1: Shay, Shay. I'm honestly just going to ditto those. Those are great.
2: <laughs> no, least favorite, maybe the Puma Group, just because it's like, I don't know. They're so new still, but yeah, I don't know.
0: That's funny. Um, Okay. Uh, Running brands, not teams per se. Brand, I would
2: say favorite, Nike, least favorite. Wildcard Salomon,
0: Salomon. <laughs> they used to make really cool, like ultra running videos. And I, like, okay. Running, I was like, yeah. Or maybe really
2: we're going for fun. like a more, I don't know, maybe Saucony. Yeah.
1: I don't hate Saucony though. Uh. Yeah. I don't I'm know. going hate. I hate Saucony. I'm just gonna. I've I've always not liked their shoes. They just suck. Uh, favorite, obviously the swoosh.
2: Yeah. It's hard not to like Nike. um, uh, Maybe I'd say least favorite Brooks. I don't know.
1: Brooks PR is cool, though. I'm conflicted. I don't know, man.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, fast food chain. Say again? Fast food chain.
2: Fast food chain, favorite, Chick-fil-A. Least favorite, Burger King.
1: What do you got, Shay? Um, Chipotle, favorite. Least favorite, uh, probably Wendy's. Wow. Oh, oh, Wendy's, Wendy's is bad. Dude, I've had some burgers also, there that, like, tastes like rubber bro bro the they bur- look like oh, rubber I too think their
0: burgers are good bro Yeah, they're like real burgers compared fresh, to fresh never frozen
1: um <laughs>
2: okay if we're going with chick-fil-a as a fast food chain i would say chick-fil-a is my or not chick-fil-a chipotle i eat chipotle at least like
0: they're like a tier above
2: like, i eat chipotle at least three or four times a week like no joke yeah.
0: you don't like want ten- fast food fast for sure went to chipotle last year
2: like it's it's just easy and it like make it's like not unhealthy
0: we probably like if they were like what 300 days we were at school. Our house probably, like, someone in our four man house probably had Chipotle. What, 275 of those? Like, Dude,
1: we're living like, closer to Chipotle this year. So I know now we Bye. live like two
0: blocks away rather than like that's crazy. You
1: know. That's crazy, bro. I,
0: know. I love that though. it be a problem. But okay, um, we'll wrap up one more. Um, running cities, running
2: cities, I feel
0: cities in general, cities in general, bro,
2: at least some of the favorites that I've gone to new Orleans was really sick. I went there recently. Um, and I think, uh, what else is a good city for for a good time? Um, Austin's pretty cool. Um, but I think if we're just going cities overall, like not running related, I would have to go LA least favorite or LA favorite, least favorite either Phoenix or, um, Mm. Yeah, I'd probably say least favorite Phoenix or El Paso.
0: El Paso. <laughs> it rip uh, Ethan, uh, bro. My, years ago, <laughs> one of my best friends. Uh, he would agree with you though. Georgetown. He, uh, he's from El Paso. Uh, Damn. El Paso's become a joke on our, our team. A lot of El Paso jokes are made.
1: But, yeah, it's a good uh, thing to be
0: good of a joke. What do you got, Shay?
1: Um least favorite, probably Tulsa. Okay. Um can't, don't even need to explain that one. And favorite, <laughs> I don't know if Laguna Beach is a, it's not a city. Laguna Beach right? is beautiful, bro. It's a oh, city, yeah. At
0: Rob's, right? Stayed at yeah.
1: Brad. Emerald Bay, baby. Robert, eBay. yeah. Matt, okay. Yeah, yeah. Rob is,
0: yeah. Rob lives in a really nice area. Yeah. It's it's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, in the house today? <laughs> yeah. I stayed in the guest house that,
0: uh, like the cliff over the ocean.
1: It was nice, man. i'm not going <laughs> to drop a number on the house, but it was, uh, <laughs> let's no, see if
0: bob um, we won't tell him that we said this but we'll see if he gets this far let's enough. just say it wasn't six
1: or seven figures it's five <laughs> <laughs> broke ass motherfucker <right? laughs> janitor closet ass <laughs>
2: yeah literally um yeah man i think right. uh damn now now i feel like uh might have to come out to to DC see what see what's up while we're I'm making sure our rounds this fall or this winter.
0: Shay oh, yeah. getting a separate place so we don't have to share a bedroom. So we're gonna have plenty of space. In our- <laughs> oh hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me and <laughs> Go Hale might have to pull up. Yeah. Facts. Um, okay. Well, we let you go, mm-hmm. man. Content. Thanks for uh, thanks for hopping on. Yeah. Thanks for hopping of on. Course, on. Guys.